Welcome to The Billion Effect, where we have conversations about leveraging exponential technologies to create massive impact, influence, and of course, wealth. My name is Zubio Peters, but of course, you already know that. If you are a first-time listener, this is your first episode listening in. Thank you very much for jumping in. Many times when we talk about powerful technologies, when we talk about artificial intelligence, or even artificial intelligence already close to base, but when we talk about things like um, autonomous vehicles, when we talk about robotics, when we talk about drone technology, when we talk about virtual reality, augmented reality, 3D printing, and all of that, you know, IoT, many times they sound too idealistic. They sound extraordinarily visionary. It sounds like, oh my God, it's not going to happen in the next two, three, four years. This stuff is going to take 10 years, 20 years, and let's not even think about it. Let's just do what we are doing. Let's let's just keep doing what we are doing, and it's going to roll up on us and catch us by surprise. And then we'll be able to do what we want to do. Well, well, um, I, I want to present to us a a perspective, a probably different way of approaching it and looking at things. And quite frankly, I cannot take credit for this. What I'm about to share with you, I first came across it by listening to a very, very powerful entrepreneur that I respect so much. His name is Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan is the founder and president of Strategic Coach. It's probably the premier you know, coaching organization for entrepreneurs. And he has a phrase that I like so much now. I've dug deep into it. I realized that most things that I did or any successful person I actually ever did um, was predicated on this idea. And that is the breakthrough is in the obstacles. The breakthrough is in the obstacles. And quite frankly, any money that is going to be made on any idealistic, on any uh, exponential technology that seems or looks very far, any money that's going to be made within the next say six months, one year, two years, is going to be in the obstacles, not in the vision. Because as entrepreneurs, as creators, as creative people, we tend to live in the vision, right? And this is going to do this, and we're going to change this, and we're going to transform this, and this industry is going to be transformed and affected, and this is going to be disrupted. You know, that's how we think, that's how we talk, <laughs> we live in our heads, <laughs> you know. So that's the vision, right? So we talk about a vision and it is pumping to talk about the vision, to share about the vision, to enroll people, to bind to the vision, to share the vision with investors. However, a lot of the money that is going to be made very recently, a lot of the decent money is going to be made in the obstacles by transforming the obstacles to points of actions. So a lot of the money is going to be made in transforming the obstacles that are preventing the progress of the technology so if you take a look at say the gold rush or something like that you'd find that a lot of the money was made not just from the gold but by what are the things that need to be in place that if they are not in place the gold cannot actually happen so several people sold food to the guys mining the gold sold coppers sold you know clothes and sold stuff sold tools and sold machineries to be able to help them mine the gold so several people made money not from the gold per se but by supplying everything else that would have been an obstacle if these things were not there, right? That would have been an obstacle to the good being mined, right? So the money, the most recent money, the closest money, 
probably that's a better way to phrase it that's not the best way anyway but the closest money that can be made the money that's going to be made in ai and robotics and all of these powerful technologies within the next say six months one year two years are going to be made in the obstacles they're not necessarily going to be made in the vision they're not necessarily going to be made by the core deployment of ai per se but by everything else that needs to be in place for ai to be in place so if you are an entrepreneur at your core if you are a capitalist at your core and you're actually looking for opportunities to plug in given the state of the economy of so many countries uh, people are saying am i sure i'm in the right business i mean i had some incredible sessions uh, this week yes this week i had some incredible sessions this week and some people were saying hey with all of this happening i'm not even certain i am in the right business so if you want to enter a business that is that has great opportunities that you want to be able to go leverage in and tap in then you have to look at what are the oppositions what are the obstacles that are preventing the spread of a particular technology so let me give you an example if you go to google and quite frankly to be honest in the spirit of transparency i learned this from dan sullivan i checked it out it was profound right so i'm hoping that by the time you're done listening to this podcast you'll be able to have this same insights and be able to you know create this and deliver this um, in your whatever endeavor technology or problem you've chosen to solve so if you go to google for example and you type out 10 biggest challenges that are preventing the spread of robotics 10 biggest challenges that are preventing the spread of robotics you are going to see several challenges you're going to see several obstacles that are actually stopping robotics from going mainstream you're going to see the challenges that are slowing down the spread of robotics the adaptation and adoption of robotics now you can take each of them and then you can go deeper so for example when i did a search for 10 biggest challenges that are preventing the spread of robotics i saw several so one of them was published by the robot report they published a couple of things so one of the challenges that you would see there is the challenge of power management because if you check it out these robots they require a lot of energy they require a lot of power so it is imperative that you we are able to discover sustainable energy sources sustainable power energy uh, that can actually make these robots last longer so for example if you want to use a robot in factories and what better time to be able to use robots in factories than periods like this periods of the coronavirus right this is the perfect time to be able to use to use robots in factories and several workplaces to automate recurring repetitive tasks however if the power issue is not dealt with yet it is going to be difficult for these robots to become mainstream so rather than trying to tackle on the grand scale the robots and trying to bring the robots to life or waiting for the robots to come to life for you to take advantage of it you can decide to now niche down and say why is the power source not where it should be yet and then what can i do about it so what can we create then you can also then decide to say hey you want to go deep and google <laughs> you know the 10 biggest challenges that are preventing the power from you know the, the power management 
in the robot or just power management for for devices in general and then you can begin to see some obstacles and you can begin to deal with it because unless these things happen the robots are not going to come to life all the things that you can leverage and do with the robots and the vision is still going to be very far unless you are able to find ways to transform these obstacles into solutions so for example not just robots not just robots so if you also do this search for drone technology you realize that one of the biggest challenges for drones is also power management right energy if you've ever handled any drone before for an extended period of time one thing that you'd see maybe with the exception of a few more most recent uh, most advanced um, drone technologies but one thing that you realize is that most of them their power outlet is very short it's very low um, you use some of these drone technologies and in 15 minutes the battery is gone in 20 minutes you just try to fly them around and in just a short while the battery is gone and you have to bring it down and you have to um, change the batteries and recharge it and power it and all of that once this can be handled then all of the powerful things that drones can actually do will start coming to life the vision for drones will start coming to life when issues like the power can be handled right and in handling this power because these are more closer uh, challenges and obstacles that the market in some way and when i mean the market you have to know your market not the mainstream market of course but the market in some way would be willing to pay for the money in the next short period of time is going to lie in the obstacles not in the finished product it is not going to be in the vision it is not going to be in the deployment of the technologies to actually work but in the obstacles per se so what that means is that we have to begin to take a look at the obstacles differently but not just in terms of technologies but in every areas of our life begin to look at obstacles as gold that needs to be mined begin to look at obstacles as raw materials because every time you have a vision every time you have an outcome you want to accomplish every time you have a, a an idea every time you have an idea your mind then begins to give you obstacles hey this is the reason why this is not going to work this is the reason why this is not going to work this is another reason this is another reason and your mind loads you up with obstacles you know what the average person does you fear you doubt you feel uncertain you withdraw that is what the average person does because your mind is giving you obstacles upon obstacles upon obstacles your brain is actually trying to help you out by giving you the obstacles because you can't get there without solving the obstacles so when you have the obstacles what you are looking at are the raw materials that you can actually use to transform the experience to get to the vision and when you begin to look at this thing differently you see that oh my god this is exactly what i need to move ahead so you can do this with any of your goals so we're talking about technology but you can do this actually with any of your goals take a goal of yours take an outcome of yours an idea of yours that you want to bring to life and um, before you know your mind will start suggesting the obstacles for you but you may not actually wait so you may just say what is going to stop me from making this happen and you list the obstacles and and you list all of the obstacles and then the next thing you do is that you transform this to your mini objectives how can i tackle this how can i tackle this when you transform this to your mini objectives they become your plan 
you are creating a strategy to be able to get to the vision. So these obstacles are powerful, powerful raw materials for accomplishing the goal. The obstacles are raw materials for getting to the vision. So for example, if you do um, a search on the 10 biggest obstacles to driverless cars, that is autonomous vehicles, you'd realize that the one of the key obstacles is that the technology is not so much in the cars as it is on the streets. So it won't be the cars that have a lot of the obstacles, but the streets. So one of the obstacles is the streets. So because the streets needs to have needs to be properly censored, because the streets will be sending the information to the cars for the cars to interpret, right? So the the cars and the street sensors have to be working together. It has to be like a collaboration, right? If you take a popular city like New York, for example, so there's an estimate that it's going to cost between one to one point five million dollars a mile, and if you take a city like New York, that's about six thousand five hundred miles. I don't, I've not done the calculation, but that's probably a couple of billion dollars, right? Then you see that is a couple of billion dollars. And that doesn't take into account a lot of things, you know, overcharge, it doesn't take into account kickbacks and all of that, you know, but that means whatever amount or whatever billion dollars it is, you want to multiply that by a certain number, by two, by three, by four. So you may have 10, 15, 20, 25 billion dollars just for New York City to adopt to driverless cars. Now, it is in transforming this, that money is going to flow in transforming these obstacles. So that is before we actually get to the vision of driverless cars to start profiting from the driverless cars, right? So right now you don't have a 20 or $25 billion problem or you don't have a $25 billion obstacle. You have a $25 billion budget for future employment, $25 billion opportunity, right? You have to be able to begin to see it like this. So, for example, we're talking about um, driverless cars, autonomous vehicles. One of them is that it has to be on the street. Another one is 5G, <laughs> right? So, there are several reservations about 5G at the moment. But without a higher capacity, a higher level of network, these cars cannot actually function mainstream. Without 5G and above, these cars cannot actually function mainstream because 4G is at 300 is about 100 i think it's about 100 megabytes per second and if the cars are going to be transmitting 750 megabytes per second 4g cannot handle it so 5g can do about a gig one gig per second so 5g has to be the one to handle it and 5g may not even do it too much <laughs> maybe until 6g but um a higher level of 5g which is about 1 to 10 gig should be able to handle it just fine so you see it is not just the driverless cars for the driverless cars to come to life, 5G needs to be handled, right? These are the opportunities to actually make the money in the closest or the shortest period of time, right? And then for 5G to be handled, you've got to do your own. What are the top 10 things preventing the spread of 5G technologies? When you see it like this, then you go down to it. So you can keep going down and keep going down and keep tracing obstacles and keep tracing obstacles and then start solving the closest obstacles. Listen, if an entrepreneur, you want to make money, you want to create something powerful, this is another powerful approach and perspective. The first time I saw it, I got it and I did, I actually did some, you know, some Google searches on my own. It blew my head, right? So if you are saying, hey, why is virtual reality not being adopted? Hey, go check it out. 
Go check it out. Find out what are the obstacles to it. What do we need to create? For example, right now, virtual for virtual reality, there are, there are not so many options. Of course, right now, there are some companies already offering virtual reality devices, you know, from Samsung to Oculus to uh, quite a couple of them anyway. They're already offering virtual reality devices. But, you know, there, there needs to be enough variety. There needs to be enough content, both entertainment, education, and all of that, for it to start springing forth. Maybe just like Netflix when they started and they had to start getting content from different sides and start buying content, creating content and all of that. So look at what are the things that are preventing the spread of these technologies. What are the obstacles? The money is in the obstacles. So before we get to the money that's in the vision, there's a lot of money in the obstacles. So it's a pretty powerful idea. So instead of just waiting and being confused, where should I start? Artificial intelligence is so big. How do we get to the point where... Um, the average company can use a robust artificial intelligence solution. Wonderful. Google it. Then you know what to start to, to pursue and to think about and to plan about and to build solutions and companies and businesses around. Google it. Check it out. What are the obstacles? And then how can you assemble a team to be able to tackle these obstacles? Because you may not actually be able to tackle these obstacles on your own. There's a high chance that you will not be able to tackle these obstacles on your own because you are about to get into something that you do not have the capability or capacity for yet. So you're about to accept responsibility for something bigger to claim a problem and also take responsibility for providing a solution to that problem, right? So you have to put together a team and I'm going to talk about this probably in the future episode, which has to do with, you know, to be able to work with these exponential technologies it's imperative that you have some form of exponential teamwork, people that have capacity. So the idea here is whenever anyone suggests a great opportunity, a great capability, a great technology, look for the pushbacks. What is the exact thing that would not make this work? That is where the money is, guys. That is where the money is. Look for the pushbacks. Look for the obstacles look for the challenges we don't run away from obstacles this is an ideology that my brother and i adopted sometime in the middle of last year which is we do not run away from challenges now this is something that we've said you know in different ways uh, i probably have spoken about it to different audiences over the years but somehow towards the middle of last year i mean it just hit us so hard we don't run from challenges we don't run from obstacles we are not that kind of people that run away from obstacles and challenges and if you're an entrepreneur and if you're going to play big game this decade and going forward if you're going to be an organizer if you're going to be a stakeholder of the future you have to adopt this mindset that says we do not run from obstacles and challenges the breakthroughs are in the obstacles the money is in the challenges right so you have to be able to identify the obstacles that you're currently facing whether it's at your business, whether it's at a project, whether it's in adopting and embracing and you know, projecting a new technology, you have to be able to identify what are the obstacles that are stopping this. And then you transform those obstacles into objectives, mini objectives that you take and you tackle out. So and you need to do this for industry after industry. You have to go all the way, right? So you can do it for different technologies and not just in different technologies, then you can hone in on specific obstacles because when you hone in on a particular obstacle for example you see that that obstacle is not being solved because 
there are other obstacles that are preventing it. So you can actually go deep to the problem rather than just having this thing float in your head and uh, there's a lot of procrastination happening. And that is one of the reasons people procrastinate because of obstacles. Meanwhile, instead of procrastinating, transform these obstacles. A perfect example right now would be this COVID-19 pandemic that we're experiencing all over the world. Many people are not able to do what they used to do because of all of the limitations and all of the restrictions that is being placed on them by this pandemic, right? People are not able to go where they want to go. People are not able to meet up how they want to meet up. People are not able to do things that they want to do. People are locked down. And trust me, people are not enjoying it. A lot of people are not having it funny. So the thing is, this is creating a lot of limitations and restrictions. This is creating obstacles to how we used to do things. So people still want the results that they want to get. People still want human connection. People want adventure. People still want different things that they wanted before now. The only thing is that they cannot have it the way they used to have it. Now, we do not know exactly for sure when this pandemic is going to be over. We are hoping that it will be over soon, but the uh, stats are not as great as they seem. However, it is in identifying the key obstacles and transforming these obstacles to solutions that a lot of the breakthrough money is going to be in. One of the reasons that a platform like Zoom is making so much money this period is because they are solving a major obstacle for people. It means we cannot meet physically anymore. How then do we meet? Because it's an obstacle to get into whatever thing we want to get to, right? Whatever result or outcome that would have been created by our meeting. This meeting now is an obstacle. So by transforming that obstacle to a solution using the Zoom you know, app, the conferencing, video, audio conferencing, online conferencing, or online meeting, they are now having, you know, a lot of value being captured by transforming the obstacles to solutions. So think about it. There are several things this period that people still want to do. They still want to get the results. However, they cannot do it the same way they have always done it. The key here is, like I said, the money that's going to be made in the shortest amount of time is in knowing how to transform these obstacles. Because unless you fully engage with the obstacles that stands between you and the desired result, you can't get to the payoff, right? In knowing what are the key obstacles here. So in this industry, what are the key obstacles? For example, a lot of people are now buying the idea of work from home, right? A lot of people are buying the idea of virtual remote working. But many companies and organizations do not have the know-how. They don't know exactly how do we manage our staff to work from home. How do we track that they are actually working? How do we make sure that, you know, the job doesn't suffer in, say, one or two months? Yeah, the first two or three days, they may try and be active. But when they get comfortable with it, that they're just going to just relax. What is the management process going to look like? These are genuine obstacles that need to be solved so how will things like weddings be done going forward 
right how will emotional events like funerals be done because everybody greet everybody everybody hug everybody and everybody cry and they shed tears how will such a thing be done it's an obstacle can you come up with a solution to transform these obstacles to solve these obstacles that is where the money is in transforming obstacles to objectives to strategies to solutions right so the money is in the obstacles begin to view the obstacles as raw materials as gold that needs to be mined because until like i said you engage with the obstacles you can't get to the end results until you engage with the obstacles and so we are experiencing obstacles in so many different ways we're experiencing it now we'll keep experiencing it and it is because of these obstacles that are present that technology continues to advance and so it is not just going there, I'm going to transform AI. How? You've got to look for what are the key areas that needs to be sorted out first. And these areas can be funded. And these areas will ensure progress, advancement, and, you know, some cheddar, some good money. All right? So one final thought on this before I draw the curtain for today's episode. This is a really short episode. And that is... You have to rewire your mind to see obstacles as working for you. You have to begin to see them as working for you and not against you. And I know this sounds very idealistic and sometimes it may not sound very practical because you'd say, hey, if you are in my shoes or hey, if you are in the middle of this project, you'd, you would not believe that it's working for you. You would definitely believe that it is working against you. And I understand that. I understand that. But it's still your perspective, it's still your response. You can choose how you respond. You can choose the perspective that you decide to take and you decide to work on. So, but by the time you decide to accept that these obstacles are not working against me, these obstacles are indeed working for me, then your mind can be open to seeing solutions. Then your mind can begin to see alternatives to getting innovations, right? The obstacles are not working against you. The obstacles are working for you. Your job is to find solutions to these obstacles, to transform these obstacles, because a lot of the money is in the obstacles. So that's why I'm going to draw the curtain for today's conversation. Thank you very much for jumping in. And I hope you're doing everything you can to be safe, you and your family, your loved ones. It's important that right now we unite and do everything we can to be able to curtail this, to contain it, and to be able to get the economies working back again in as little time as if you are yet to, you know, share this to somebody and give me a review. Come on, what are you waiting for? All right, so thank you for listening to today's episode. Till I come your way again, this is Zubi O. Peter saying, you can make a billion impacts. Still very possible. You can reach a billion people, still very possible. You can make a billion dollars, still very possible. Have a wonderful time. If you want to attract more clients more easily to your business than you've ever done before, if you want to uncover the hidden gold in your business, if you want to maximize and multiply your current business revenue, if you want to hone your marketing message so that it attracts the right kind of person to your business, if you want to create powerful, irresistible offers that your market cannot refuse, if you want to make everything you do in your business bigger, brighter, more profitable, I want to invite you 
to subscribe to my newsletter. It is called Systems of Advantage. I've created this newsletter drawing upon my 10 years experience working with different businesses and entrepreneurs. In this newsletter, I'm going to be sharing with you what we are currently doing that is working. I'm going to share with you strategies that we've implemented severally that keeps delivering results. You are going to learn how to create powerful marketing strategies and campaigns that work. At first, I decided to make this a paid subscription, but I said, what the heck? Why don't I make this newsletter available for free and hopefully inspire you to do bigger deals with me in the future? So at least once every week, I deliver this pure, powerful content to you via email. And this is not a sales pitch in disguise. This is not some email newsletter that disguises to be a newsletter, but it's actually buying my stuff, buying my stuff, buying my stuff. This is actually pure, powerful content. Now, I host this email newsletter in a platform called Substack. Substack is one of the wonderful platforms right now for hosting, starting email newsletters. So if you are interested and you'd like to get this, please go to systemsofadvantage.substack.com systemsofadvantage.substack.com Substack is S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K I'll leave the link in the description. If you really want to up-level your marketing and be able to get more from your business than you're currently getting, this newsletter is for you. And hey, I'm going to deliver it via email. So if you're not going to open your emails, don't even bother about it. All right. So systemsofadvantage.substack.com. See you inside.